Welcome to the Life Lab Podcast, a conversational podcast where we take a deep dive into all things personal development, relationships, beauty, careers, and so much more. Because life is just like a lab to us, with constant curating and experimenting. Your hosts and friends, Shah and Jess, get raw and honest. So grab that cup of tea or wine and get comfy. Oh my gosh, it's been a long time. It's been so long. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Do you want to tell everyone why it's been a while? I got a new job. Yay! <laughs> new job, new job. Yeah, so I know I mentioned like in our last podcast that I was like going for interviews and stuff and I felt like I really, I did really well in this interview. Yeah. Obviously I did because I got the job. Because you killed it and you got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've been there like three weeks now. Ooh. And it's just been a whole lot of adjusting and trying to figure out how to fit life in around work. Work. <laughs> and it's, I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> if you figure it out, let me know. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone has it worked out. Yeah. Um, and starting a new job, oh, my God. Mm, it's a lot. Do you just feel like your brain exploded? Yeah. So, like, the first week I went to bed at, like, 8 o'clock every night. Yeah, totally. I, I just, I was exactly so exhausted. Yeah. And then you dream about. Well, I used to. I do as well. Yeah, dream about the job in. Please tell yeah. me that stops. It does. Yes, okay. It does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to dream of when I first started being a lab assistant. I would just dream of all the vials of blood. Oh like, god! All the tubes of blood, just like over and over, like nothing would, was happening. Yeah. Just so weird. Wow. It's okay. So weird how your brain processes stuff. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So I think I'm slowly getting my head around, like, how to balance. There's no such thing as balance, but how to, like, balance job, work, real life, life admin, husband, doggo, family, all that kind of stuff, friends. Yeah. And I think that you just take it as it comes and some weeks are better than others. Yeah. Some weeks you're like, yeah, I really did that balancing thing. Yeah. And then other times you're like, I did nothing but just go to work and go to bed. Yeah, and I think that <laughs> that's okay. And doing that is okay. Yeah, yeah, and being yeah. O- being okay with being that. okay with just having a week of like no plans and just sitting mm. in front of the TV. That's kind of what I've been doing the last couple of weeks. So I haven't really seen anyone or done anything. I've just been really trying to yeah. get up with enough energy in the morning to go to work. Because even that's oh, like totally. I haven't sat in front of a computer. Yes, for eight hours a day in three years. It is so hiring yeah it really is is. I had that same thing when I started my um current role because Mm. I've been in the lab so like you're doing lots of different stuff and like you're not on the computer on the whole time and then when I had to sit in front of a computer for eight hours I was like yes I think my first week I was like how do people do this like yeah it felt so uncomfortable it's so uncomfortable Mm. it's so like foreign and weird and Mm -hmm. yeah you get used to it and then it's just like anything else yeah well that's me how are you I'm good. Yeah, what's been happening? Um, we haven't actually caught up in so long. I know. Long. So this is actually more like we're just catching up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm good. Just um, loving the weather. Mm. Just loving that it's spring. So my garden is in full flight, and I'm just hashtag old, and I just love gardening. <laughs> um, redid my front garden, and it's been working. Yeah, really. and that oh, that's actually what I was going to say is. When all COVID happened and we went work from home, mm-hmm. like not having to always have energy in the morning. 
sometimes I would like bring my like bring my laptop to bed and just be like oh, I love do that. a little bit of work. Whereas I think a lot of stress that like oh god what if I don't have energy in the morning yes and then when you wake up and you don't you're so exhausted god you know the day is gonna be so tiring because you've woken up mm-hmm. so tired yeah definitely yeah. and I felt that because I got really sick after my first week of work oh, yes, you do. and that just made it so much harder and that's even worse <laughs> and it always happens then as well yeah. your body is just like what is this yeah <laughs> what are you shot? doing to me <laughs> you're not allowed to work. No, oh. no. That's what my dog was saying. Scout was just like, oh, for sure. Hmm. How's he actually going? Like, he's, he's actually fine. Great. I think I'm just not coping. Yeah, <laughs> it's so hard being away from them. It is. It is. But he's like so happy to see me when I come home, yeah. and you know we go for walks, and he's yeah. So what are we talking about today? Burnout. Let's <laughs> let's break burnout down because we. I think we both have lived experience of this yeah and we talked about like the constant burnout cycle that we tend to go through which you know we laugh it's not funny I know I'm like (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's just the reality of of life I think so too Mm. I think that there is no having it all together and not ever experiencing burnout Mm -hmm. I just think that it is a roller coaster yes ups and downs all the time Mm. most commonly people experience burnout around work around their employment around their career but you know uh, mums you know who are staying home full time with their kids like they can experience burnout like it's not only like career related so maybe what we should do is like talk about our roller coaster ride of of experiencing burnout like yeah. what it looked like for both of us and what we did about it like what what we do help yes. when the burnout is real yeah and signs that people can look out for yeah because i think that it's like people don't really sit and go actually i gotta take a breath like um it's just oh well it's just life right mm. and it's like oh because i sort of was a bit like that Oh, this is just adult life, right? Hey, yeah. yeah. Until then you realise, actually, no, there's, like, so much in that you can do to just yeah. help, okay. your, help yourself. So tell me about your experience. Oh, with I'm putting you in the hospital Oh, shit. Okay. Um, so I think for me it really started when I went from primary school, high school, uni, mm. work, and, like, I never – I didn't have a break. So I, um, like, didn't have a gap year or anything like that. I just went straight into study – and my study was quite, um, like, it was a three-year degree. So I wouldn't say it was, like, a necessarily hard degree. It was just very emotionally taxing. I had to yeah. do a lot of practical placements. Um, so I I studied a Bachelor of Social Science. Um, so I majored in youth work. So a lot of my prac placements were at schools and youth yeah. centres. I think that then going straight into the workforce, I don't think uni prepared me. And I don't think it prepares yeah. anyone. I don't think it does no, <laughs> at all. For the reality of what that work looked like in the real world yes. and in the workforce. And um, self-care was never talked about. I think it's one of the most important things. I think there should be a whole unit on it or a whole yes. year focusing on self-care. Because when Especially you're working with people, in your yeah. like, field. I mean, any field, but like yeah. definitely yours. Definitely. Where you're giving so much. Yeah. Um, there was no talk about, yeah, self-care, what that looked like. I didn't even know what self-care was back then. Um, and yeah, like wasn't a thing. No, it? no, because I like I started my degree. I studied from two thousand and six to two thousand and nine, so it's actually not that long ago. But yeah, like things are still 
way different. Um, yeah, so self-care wasn't really talked about. Boundary setting, like all of that mm. kind of stuff. It just – so I went into my first job out of uni like a deer in headlights. I was like, what yeah. the fuck have I done? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> and I had so much to learn. So I started that job and then I got glandular fever. Like oh, straight away no. I got glandular fever. That's a bit of a theme, isn't it? Yes. I just got sick when I started my new job. Anyway – um, so I got glandular fever, was really, really sick, and then was just constantly sick after that. And then I started, and then I left that job and started another one. And, again, um, that was real, like, hardcore child protection kind of work. Mm. And I just wasn't ready for it. I wasn't mentally prepared for it. And a lot of self-care has to happen in those jobs, more so okay. than that previous job that I was in. I just just burnt out hard. So for me, it really affected my health. Yeah. So I was really sick all the time. Um, I always had, like, chronic eye infections. Wow. Yeah. That's so, random. So random. I had chronic UTIs, like, UTIs mm. all the freaking time. Like, oh, it was so That's <laughs> horrible. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, my hormones were out of control. Yeah. Uh, so, like, the blood test showed that I was really, like, estrogen dominant. So I had zero yeah. progesterone in my system. It was just, like, all over the place. And... My thyroid was so out of whack. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was due to burnout. It was due to stress. Um, totally. Not having a self-care routine, not looking after myself, no. just, like, working, working, working. But also, like, mentally having that really high expectation of myself that I had to, like, do all of the things and be really high-performing in this role. And mm. um, if I didn't, then I'd feel really guilty, you know, yeah. and also taking work yeah. home with me and, like, you know, they talk about vicarious trauma where a lot of the young people's experiences I started, you know, taking on and, you know, you take yes. on their energy and, and stuff like oh, totally. that. and you worry about them. Mm. And, yeah. yeah. So then that's when I was like, I need a break. Yes. I cannot do this anymore. I would go home from work, like, crying every day. Aww. And I thought that that was normal. I thought that everyone in my industry, like, felt it that That much. deeply. Yeah. Yeah. That deeply. Yeah. But, yeah. I was just like, and I don't even know why I was crying. I was just so, so, just so exhausted. Exhausted. Right? Yeah. And then it got to the point where, like, I didn't care, right? So then you start checking Passion out. Fatigue. Yeah, is that uh, what you call it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I just booked a ticket to Europe and just That's quit my job. Awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. Chess out. Yeah, it felt so good. But yeah. then, because I hadn't really dealt with it, I yeah. took my burnout, I took my stress and my exhaustion and my fatigue travelling with me. So I didn't rest over there at all. Like it was so, as you mm. are when you're travelling, you're so on oh, the go. Oh, like on the go. But yeah. you're like, I'm on holiday, right? Yeah. But you you're know, like so tired. Definitely. I was tired all the time. I was boozing so much. I wasn't sleeping. It was just like this horrible cycle. So I probably made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then when I came back, I actually couldn't get a job for a while. It was really hard for me to, I was only gone for three months months but yeah and then it was actually not a bad thing though yeah because it gave me some time yeah to just figure out what I was going to do next yeah and it was really good because my dad uh, actually got me a job uh, he works at uh, one of the hospitals here in Perth 
So he got me an admin role that was very, very low pressure and low stress. Yeah. Um, so I did that for a year. That's awesome. Yeah. That's probably exactly what you needed. I did. Even though I was still working full time, it, it was, um, like I said, low pressure. And I just took that time to go to a doctor. I went to a naturopath. Like, yeah. Um, and just got on top of my health mm. and realized then that it was actually stress. Because as soon as I quit my job and like I came back from Europe and I was a bit more refreshed my health was in a lot better, better state. Spot. Yeah. yeah. So it was definitely the stress. I feel like I'm a lot better now. I have more self-awareness where I can yeah. feel myself taking on too much or getting stressed and, and doing the things that I need to do to look after myself, which I'll yes. talk about later. But um, yeah. Which is the most important. Mm. Your health is the most important. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy. And I know we talked about this in a previous episode where like your mental health and your physical health is so linked so much more than anyone ever talks about Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so that was like in a nutshell that was my experience with like the journey to burnout yeah Mm. (laughs) it sounds positive i know i didn't mean to sound positive i was actually gonna say that it sounds like nice yeah, no, it wasn't nice at all. It was fucking horrible. No. Yeah, and it was really detrimental. Like you start experiencing things like depression and anxiety oh, and yeah. you're like, well, do I have depression and anxiety or is it a result of this burnout syndrome? Yeah, or am I just so tired that, mm. you know, I'm just feeling down and... Yeah. Is yours like... It's actually kind similar? of really similar. Yeah, I thought it might And be. actually that's why I got you to go first because... When we started this episode, my whole life is burnout. So then I was trying to wonder, like, how would I explain that? But then when you said about, like, going to uni, like, I didn't have a break either. Right. So, like, went straight into uni as well. Also, like, nothing really um, prepares you for how weird that is. Like, going from high school and having, like, so many teachers around you and, like, your parents and stuff, and then all of a sudden uni and and your friends, your friend group and Mm -hmm. stuff, and then all of a sudden you're on your own. And because in Australia we don't go and live on do- like in dorms and stuff, mm-hmm. you're just all of a sudden alone having to work out what the F you're going to do at uni mm-hmm. and yeah. what you want to do and ha- how do you even pick all the units and stuff. And I was working a lot, like, right. you know, just always. I've always been the same. Like, I've been a night owl, so I, you know, don't sleep, always been a terrible sleeper. Mm. So. And then uni was, you know, like, picking and choosing all different things. And then once I finally got into micro, like microbiology, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't say it's, like, stressful, but it's hard. Yeah. And then I was also working full-time, nearly, as a lab assistant as well. So wow. it's like, and I lived out of home. So I, <laughs> my classes would start at like eight, they go to like four, and then I would drive pretty much straight to work to start a shift at like five, six o'clock, and then work till like 12, 1 a.m., and then go home and, and do it all do again. Do it all again. <gasps> That's um, insane. Yeah, so. Not sustainable. Um, not, not sustainable. <laughs> Didn't leave any time to, like, study or anything. So it's like I was just going to the, like, compulsory classes. So always feeling like I didn't know enough, I wasn't, you know, good enough, and then I was, like, tired or late to work, and mm-hmm. you just always feel like you're failing everything. And then just working in a lab, it's just you just run yourself ragged. And I I think that that's the theme for me is I'm just, like, always on the go and I never sit down. Mm. But then you just get to the point where you're like, so exhausted and yeah. so tired mm-hmm. and same like I didn't know about the self-care thing 
always was just like, I feel this way because I'm so tired or because I'm anxious or, you know. And I have to say, it's probably only been like the last year that yeah. I've really been like, I'm going to set boundaries and say, no, I don't have to go out every single night and see friends. That was also like a theme in your 20s. You know, you're always trying to fit it all your friends in. And Definitely. so you go out every single night, even if it's just for dinner. Mm-hmm. But when you're like, an introvert and an empath you're like some weeks you just need to stay home definitely like you need to take the time to decompress yeah and just be like no i'm not gonna plan Mm. anything for that week or i'm gonna even though it's mean it's like cancel everything so now i'm the same as you it's like i have more self-awareness of Mm -hmm. okay i'm feeling taken too much on i need to just yeah calm it down a bit Mm -hmm. and i think what's hard maybe with burnout as well as if you're if you do have anxiety you do tend to just feel stressed all the time. Yeah. So you don't really pick up on, like, you're like, I just used to be like, oh, but well, this is just what life is. Yeah. I'm just stressed all the time. I just have terrible anxiety. That's what life is, right? Yeah. Now you're like, no, you can feel the ups and downs of, like, oh, I, I have too much mental load. Like, I've got too much on my plate. I need to bring it back down a bit. Yes. Um, I think I still struggle with it sometimes mm-hmm. and I get to a place I'm like oh god I need to wind it back yeah so you're would you say like you're self-aware enough now to not reach that point of like total complete burnout or do you sometimes get to that sometimes point? I do get to yeah. that point yeah. yeah and then like um sort of similar with you is like recently I got really sick I was sick for like three months yeah. with like a virus and cold and flu symptoms and all that and it just it sucks and you just don't want to feel like that no and it's always that thing of you know when um you read yes and like you know stress is really bad on your health and you're like yeah yeah okay (laughs) but you're like it really does it really affects everything it does so now i'm trying to yeah watch my diet and Mm. take supplements and rest and relax you feel so much better when you do that but as a high achiever, it's really hard. Which we both are. Yes. <laughs> it's really hard to just be like, you know what? I am good enough. Like, I'm doing enough. It's mm. enough. Just because you don't get to everything and you don't excel at every single thing in your life mm-hmm. at the same time. Like, who sets that standard, you know? I know. Who says, like, well, you didn't do the dishes tonight <laughs> because, you know, you're doing something else. Like, you're a terrible person. Yeah. Oh, I feel that, though. I feel it. (laughs) Me too. Or if I'm sitting on the sofa and, like, Rob's doing something, like, Mm. doing the dishes and I'm like, feel bad. Totally. Even though it's like, Mm. yeah. There's another concept that we both talk about a lot and get annoyed about a lot, the concept of being busy, Uh, right? Yes. So you sent me a quote a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It was really good. Um, You sent me a couple, so remind me if there's another one. So you don't have to be busy to be important. Yeah. I can't believe you remember them. I send all these quotes that I don't remember (laughs) them and then just... Well, it stood out to me. Yeah. It is so true because everyone is just always like, you know, it's a to-do list competition almost. Yes. It's like a, I'm so busy. Like, I'm so important that... Yeah, I'm so important. (laughs) Um... And I think we're all sort of um, go through periods where we're like, oh, I'm so busy. Mm. But I think people do it in competition with each other. Yes, like it's a badge of honour. Totally. Yeah. Well, I'm more busy because Mm. this, this and this. Yeah, and I almost feel like 
sometimes compared to like some of my friends that have kids, I say like, I feel bad saying that I'm busy or that I'm tired because it's a competition. We just had exactly the same brainwave and I was going to say that. Oh, really? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) But that thing of like. Truth bomb. Yeah, because (laughs) you feel like you can't say that because you don't have kids. Yeah. Like, like, how could you possibly be busy? Or how could you possibly be tired mm-hmm. or busy because you don't have kids? And you're like... Well, I've had people say that to me before. Me like, too. Me comp- like, I, you know, if I've complained about being tired, they're like, oh, you don't, you even, don't even know, know. what tiredness is. Wait till you have kids. <laughs> and you're like... Mm, well, that was your okay. life choice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so... And I think, like, using the word busy has just become such a badge of honour and you're actually not that important. No. <laughs> no one is, really. No. No, that sounded really harsh. I think that that's why I was so, and this sounds even worse, I was excited at the thought of, like, lockdown during COVID because mm. I was like, actually, oh, my God, this is going to be the only thing that's going to make me stop. Wow. You okay. know, like... And even in that time of, so we're in Perth, so we didn't really have that much of a lockdown, no. but we had that, like, not many gatherings and stuff. And um, it was just nice to, like, not have the expectation of going out or going to places or having mm. um, social interactions. Yeah. And actually, I think that really helped me with setting boundaries and... Right. I got energy back. So normally I would be like, I wouldn't want like anyone to come short notice. I wouldn't want anyone to like really come over. I just got to the point where it was like easier for me to be like, yeah, come around. Whereas I'd never been like that in my life before. Interesting. I'd always been like, no, it had to be planned. So it gave me like a bit of a respite that then I think, yeah, made me learn that it's okay. And when people come over, it doesn't have to be like full entertaining and... Yeah, the house doesn't need to be perfect. The house doesn't need to be clean. If you're yeah. a really good friend, then you don't care that there's dishes in there. Totally not. And I don't even, like, look at it. No. And I had hoped that it would have changed the world a little bit. Mm. And maybe it has. We don't know, I guess. Yeah, In terms tell. of, like, everyone slowing down. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think WA has sort of just, because we didn't really have it, so yeah. everything has sort of gone back to normal. But to really think about what things are necessary. Is work is going into work every single day necessary? And Yeah, that's true because like that. Yeah, a lot of like people that I work with realized during that period of time that it wasn't necessary for them to be in the office every day. Yeah. So it's so great to see like more people working from home and like more it's flexibility. So you still work from home. I do. It's really great. And I think I was talking to my colleague and we were saying how like, so even if, yeah, we like have to go back or whatever, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be more of a case of like, you're not going to be like to your boss, do you mind if I leave at one o'clock? I have a doctor's appointment. Yeah. It's going to be like, you know, I guess it depends on who your boss is. Like if, Whether um, that trust is there that you're actually working. Yeah, <laughs> and that you, you know, still have output. But mm-hmm. it's really helped. It's really helped for burnout. And some days where I'm like, I know I plan to go in and then I'm like, actually, no, I'm too exhausted. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay home. Yeah. And I okay. end up getting more done. So great. And it, if it's benefiting, like, you mentally, physically, yes. you know, reducing the rate at which you burn out, like, yeah, it's amazing. Because I was always, like, for ages, I just want to work part-time. I can't handle yeah. working full-time. It's so much. Like, it just is so taxing. Mm-hmm. Which it is. Um, and But then you feel so bad saying that because you're like, but, you know, the normal thing is that you 
work five days a week, right? Mm. But now, like, work from home. It's so far, I When I'm reflecting on this year, I'm like, it's really been a good year for learning boundaries and great. self-care. and That's great. Yeah. I love that. It was really cool. So I was listening to some American businesswomen oh. talking about burnout yeah. in, in your own business. And they actually said that the World Health Organization has uh, redefined what burnout is. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, it is the emotional, physical, mental, like, depletion, exhaustion uh, caused by excessive and prolonged stress. So it used to be called just, like, a burnout syndrome, and there wasn't really a definition behind Mm. that. Um, But it's actually classified as a mental, not necessarily mental illness, but a um, a mental health challenge. Yeah, so so like ailment. Ailment, yeah. Ailment, that's a very... Yeah, yeah. like something that you experience like at some point in your life. Exactly. So their um, definition, their updated definition, um, it's a syndrome resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. Mm. So they've really defined it, like really narrowed it to workplace stress, Yeah, which is interesting. That is interesting. Mm. So it's no longer, it used to be quite broad. Like I definitely felt stressed out when I was, I spent the last year looking for work. Yeah. And the constant stress and anxiety of that and, you know, financially as well as, you know, the process of, applying and going for interviews like I think that I felt really burnt out from that process Mm. and that wasn't necessarily workplace related no it It was was just just like prolonged excessive stress stress. Mm. yeah exactly so what do you do like now that you have more self-awareness yeah what do you do to prevent burnout so I will limit my calendar so I will like not say yes to as many things Mm -hmm. I will, if I'm having, like, a really bad week, I'll probably, like, cancel on a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, Are you honest about that? Or do you, like, depends, make up a little excuse? It depends who it is. Yeah, I used too. to always do excuses. Now, pretty much most of my close friends know. Um, taking bath. Oh, yeah. Um, meditating. Mm-hmm. So even if it is just, you know, sitting by yourself and being quiet. Yeah. And also, if I've gotten to, like, a really bad place, I will be like, okay, this week you will just go to work, come home, eat dinner, go to bed. Okay. Or, or sit on the sofa. Yeah. Um, and I really try and, like, stick to that of, like, going to bed really early. And just almost, like, you just ride off the week. Okay. Like, you just do your core. You just do what is needed to survive and earn money mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you yeah. know like so you have to go to work um but that thing of like just go to survival mode just go to work just do what you need to do and then get back into bed and do you find that that <laughs> gives you your energy back the following week yes then i'm totally yeah okay i mean like that works for you yeah what do you do well i do a few things but i wanted to touch on something that you talked about in episode and something that we put on our instagram about like drawing yourself and then your what gives you energy and what depletes your energy yes so for me when i did that drawing that is like so it's up in my office yeah and i refer to it quite often 
Um, Yeah, especially when, like, when I first started, like, the first two weeks of my job when I was just so exhausted, I was like, all right, what on this list can I do to give myself some energy back and to look after myself a bit more? Yeah. Um, And it was great. Like, How good is it? it Did you love doing that exercise I loved it. It's great, hey. Do you want to just tell people, like, uh, what that activity is all about? Yeah, so it's you draw yourself, like, as a stick figure – and then you put, um, you draw arrows in for like what gives you energy, and arrows out for what like depletes your energy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the goal is, you know, you do more of what the arrows going in, like to give you energy, and try and limit or cut out the things that you know deplete your energy. Yeah. So for me, it was like, well, the the biggest thing for me that drains my energy is my phone and social media. I have cut down my use of social media. Yeah. Because it was really, I could identify the fact that it was really draining and then cutting down by um, phone use and my social media use when I was feeling really exhausted. Yeah, totally. That's the best thing ever. It actually is, hey. Mm. You actually feel so much more refreshed Mm -hmm. when you haven't been, like, on your phone. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. So I just wanted to bring up that exercise because that was really useful for me um, and I think it would be a really useful tool people to kind of have some self-awareness around what gives them energy what depletes them um, yeah. around when they're feeling really burnt out so I definitely recommend that definitely. everyone does it because then when you're feeling that coming up you're like okay well I'm not going to do that thing that's on my to-do list I'm actually yeah. going to go do something that will give me energy yeah and then even if you just do that for a little bit then you have energy to go do that thing that you need to do instead of being like oh, I'm gonna go do the dishes yeah like, do something for you mm-hmm. before that and then, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. So thank you for sharing that with no worries. me and with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so what else do I do? Taking a break. So taking a step back, I've actually realised that it's not weak. Like, I used to really be hard on myself and think it's weak to not be busy. Like, Oh, yeah, you know, totally. To have a break to stay in, to not overcommit, like not have a full calendar, to say no, all of those things. It's like, well, yeah, cause that's ridiculous. Because if you have a day free, doesn't mean you're free. Mm-hmm. You're busy doing nothing. <laughs> I love that, yeah. <laughs> I'm busy on the sofa. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it just makes me feel so good. So, like, perfect example this morning, Um, I was just like, I need to get out of the house and I need some me time. Like, yes. love my husband, needed some me time. Yeah. So I went for a long drive and Yay, I had, so nice. yeah, put on all my favourite music. That's wicked. Yeah. That's so cool. And I honestly, I was like singing along and I just felt so good. Yeah. So I'm going to make a point of doing that on my drive to work. Yeah. So I was like, why do I drive to work in silence? For sure. And I think. They're the main ones that I do, and I think the biggest thing for me is now having self-awareness. So catching myself before it gets It back. happens. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm getting better at that mm. as well and being like, I don't want to be sick. I don't want to feel crappy. Yeah. My thing was always because I'm a night owl, I'd always be like, and, you know, you get home, what, about like six, seven from mm-hmm. work. I can't go to bed at night. That only gives you two hours of, like, home time. But now I'm just like, you know what? I'm excited to go to bed at yeah. night. I, I know it's good. I'm going to feel, like, a million bucks. Yes. 
tomorrow morning instead of just like being so exhausted and not being able to do anything and then you mm. just hang around on the sofa for two hours but you're like irritated yeah what is your um advice for if you if someone can see that someone else is experiencing burnout Ooh, i guess i would just recommend that people do that drawing first. yeah do that little activity and figure out what actually gives them energy because sometimes when you try and have conversations with people, like particularly some of my friends um, who actually don't know, have never really yes. taken the time to thought to think about what gives them energy and things that they enjoy, it's not until it's down on paper that we can really see it and we can really action it. So true. Mm. And that just sparked another thought of like there's a part of being an adult that it's like you think that you don't get to do the things that you like. Yeah anymore like you're meant to just go to work and pay bills and cook dinner and yeah clean the house you know <laughs> like and to have hobbies or to do stuff you like is like a luxury and I know like people with kids and stuff like they will say yeah that it is a luxury yes try and find some way to give yourself half an hour do something for yourself that you like to do 100% and I used to run uh, like workshops on this exact thing. So turning a routine into a ritual yes. was really, really important. For example, even just washing the dishes. Yes. So taking the time to notice, and it's a bit of mindfulness as well, so noticing the warmth of the water. Yeah. Like, you know, just counting how many times you like washing a particular dish and being really yes. mindful with that activity and just, you know, really making the most of that. Yeah. Uh, shower. Like thinking of it as like cleansing, and I know you do think of that in the bath as yeah. well, you know, with your beautiful bath ritual. Um, you know, for me, having a shower is just washing off the day. You know, I do a body scrub, it's like literally scrubbing off yes. the negativity and the shit of the day. Yeah. Um, so That's what my counselor says to right. do. Okay. Is that if you're feeling like you're getting like contaminated at work, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just. Like, as soon as you come through the door, like, strip off and shower. Yes. And wash your clothes. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And it's such a little thing, but just um, the intention behind it. Totally. And um, just making, turning those little routines that we just do without thinking about it. Yeah. Into a bit of a ritual that we incorporate into every day really helps. That's um how my, like, love of gardening started was when we bought this house and like I was really really stressed and it bought a few plants and so my ritual every night was like to go water them love that and it just like was so relaxed like I don't know mm-hmm. you know you just stood there with the hose oh there's just so but many just... things about plants I know we could probably do a whole episode I know we should <laughs> probably do a whole episode <laughs> of plants but just that little like oh I've got to go tend to my garden like, was really, really nice. Yes. <laughs> like, physically tending to it, but also, like, there's a lot of emotional, yeah, like, you know, like tending, looking right, after something. Like, making sure it's okay. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Love that. So I think, for me, those things are really, they're the advice, pieces of advice that I would give yeah. to a friend. Uh, what about you? Same. So a lot of you should go find a new job is mm. pretty much, like, yeah. the biggest sort of of advice I guess because also now I'm on the other side of like it's life-changing when you love your job yeah and I know that this is this episode is not all about like work 
workplace um, burnout, but it just really is like you can find a job that gives you energy. Mm. You know, there's parts of my job that give me energy. I'm so, so cool. awesome, you know. Taking time for yourself. Um, boundaries is the biggest one for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is it like you can say no. You don't have to see everyone all the time. Yeah. You don't have to go to that thing. You don't have to do something just because you have a spot free in your calendar. I think that's the hardest one for people to get. Yeah. Because they're like, no, but I have to. It's family. Or I have to because, you know, it's been organised or I have to fit everyone in. And there is a lot of pressure because people can be quite demanding of our time. People will push back on your boundaries. And be like, yeah. but I haven't seen you for so long. Yeah. I really, you know, don't you have any time this week? Mm-hmm. Like, no. <laughs> like, well, I love you, but if you loved me, you would be totally okay with not seeing me for a while. Yeah. yeah. And also, I'm not going to give my whole self if we see each other in that, you know, time that I'm no, happy. that's not I'm fair. I'm just going to be, like, kind of irritated exhausted mm. well like you and i were meant to catch up last sunday yeah monday yeah one of those days yeah and we both just had really shitty oh, days yeah, it was that monday like everything went wrong we're just like eh. yeah oh, it's well. just not gonna happen it's like just, it's just a farewell of a day that's okay yeah we'll it reschedule happens. and like i really wanted to see you of course i, I really wanted to see you too like i haven't seen you in ages but yeah. it's also that thing of like i don't want anyone to be like stressed about keeping plans if you mm. just I think it's always that thing of, like, you make plans, obviously, because you have to, but then, like, life happens, or you wake up that day and you feel shitty. Yeah. You don't want to talk to anyone, and, like... No is a complete sentence. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, if anyone does that drawing picture... Oh, yeah. ...and you feel like you want to share it... Share it with us in our DMs. We'd like to see. I'd love to see. I'd love to see what other people have. Um, and also it could be so interesting that people things that deplete other people would give mm. them energy, you know. Mm. So I think that would be really interesting. Yes. So we'd always be keen to see that. Yeah. And share your stories of burnout and different strategies that you use to prevent Definitely. Because there's probably something you haven't thought of. Or yeah. and even maybe like if you're an extrovert, mm-hmm. staying in doesn't you know, give you energy. So actually you need to go out and have a great party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like what gives you energy? We're all going to be different. Yeah. Um, but just do what works for you and just having that self-awareness. Definitely. Of, um, you know, not getting to the point where you are burning out and doing something about it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's go have some wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sunday wine. <laughs> Love it. Well, follow us on Instagram. You can find us at the Life Lab Podcast. And we are now on Google. Woo! Woo! We are on Google. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. So you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you leave us a review so we can get this podcast more ears. Yes, sure. Love you. Bye. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Why did I say thank you? (laughs)